The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And it's another evening here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. We're coming to you around the world from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. On the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talk Star Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, iHeart Radio, Simul Radio, and Simul TV. If you'd like to find out about the programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, the website is www.xzbn.net. And for all the programming on the Exxon TV channel, that is exclusively on Simul TV. Their website is simultv.com. Before I get to our guest of this hour, tomorrow night at midnight, the current edition of the X Chronicles newspaper will be coming out. And in it, we have what I call one of the most exposing articles that have that has ever been published in our newspaper since 1990, written by Bart Sabrell, the producer and director behind the two DVDs that have gone viral around the world. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon and astronauts gone wild. In the, um, in the article, Bart holds no bars, and he tells you exactly why, who, what, when, and where the moon landings were conceived as fiction and what really did happen behind the scenes. Well, I, I read it today after they, it was put into the uh, prep copy, and I must tell you, the things you're going to learn, the things you're going to read about, you're just going to shake your head and say, well, how did they do it? And then in the article, Bart tells you how exactly they did it. Once again, that's tomorrow night at midnight at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. My guest this hour is Chris Moon, and Chris had his first paranormal experience at the age of seven. Daily occurrences from that time on, including objects disappearing and reappearing, doors opening and closing on their own, strange shadows and, and light anomalies, and nightly haunted sounds on the family's 100-year-old grand piano. He also discovered that he had a definite psychic medium sense and began traveling on his life journey doing remedial um, paranormal investigations at the mere age of 13 years. Joining me now to talk more about his life, being a, a medium, a psychic, and much more is my guest this hour, Chris Moon, and his website is www.chrismoonpsychic.com. And Chris, welcome back to the X-Zone. It has been way too long. It has, Rob. Thanks for having me back. It's always great talking to you, Chris. Uh, for the members of the Exxon Nation who have joined us uh, recently, can you tell them a little bit about yourself? And and besides what I told about the the uh, the noises, the shadows, the lighting, the playing of the of the one hundred year old grand piano, what else happened in order for you to say, "Look, I'm going to find out what's at the bottom of all this." Well, you know, for me, it was really a, a challenge that came about. Um, <clears throat> when we moved into a house in about 1980, I was about seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually uh, awoke to a, a full-bodied apparition of a little boy at the end of my bed. And um, I never had had a paranormal experience to that point that I could remember. 
And uh, in the morning, I went and told my, my father, who was a very devout Catholic and skeptic, you know, I, I saw a ghost in my room. He, he was insistent that, you know, the only ghost was the Holy Ghost. So it became a challenge from that point on to prove to him that there really was something happening. And uh, uh, we had no shortage of, of incidences that happened inside the house. And uh, it took me a really long time. But basically, my, my journey was set forward by a challenge from my father and uh, uh, lo and behold, I was able to finally prove to him that these things do exist unequivocally. But uh, it took, uh, you know, 30 plus years to make it happen. But if your father was in the same house as you, how could he deny what was going on? Well, if that's the amazing thing about it. And, and I think a lot of us have had these experiences. Those of us who are the, you know, quote unquote believers mm -hmm. see things around us all the time. We experience these things. We're open to these things. But, you know, people who are closed off to it, they have excuses and reasons for everything. <laughs> and some of the most blatant things that happen, they, they have a, a good reason why it's taking place. Would you say that established religious philosophies are a roadblock to true understanding of the paranormal? I, I think that would be a great way to put it, actually. Um, I think sometimes uh, what's preached to us as children mm -hmm. and, and what we're I don't want to say forced to believe, but very strongly encouraged to believe, can definitely block, you know, the true vision sure. of what's out there. You know, it's okay for a child to believe in Santa Claus. It's all right for a child to believe in the Easter Bunny and uh, the Sandman, and the list goes on and on. It's all right for adults to believe in a God they've never seen or a deity that there is no empirical proof that actually exists. But when you start talking about the paranormal, you've seen the ghost of your great-grandmother, man, the roof falls in on you. That's the truth, too. And uh, it's so funny because I have a lot of clients that come to me, mm -hmm. uh, whether from a, a paranormal side or metaphysical side. And, and, and the, one of the first questions they have is, you know, is, is there anything bad that we're doing? Is this going to, you know, send me to a fiery pit somewhere if I communicate with my loved ones? And uh, I'm the first one to tell them, uh, no, absolutely not. And uh, that's that's when the reality of, of true spirit communication comes in and I think really starts opening people's eyes. It's pretty bad when a person takes that attitude as if they're doing something wrong because they can either see, hear, or feel that no one else can. Oh, it's true. And, you know, it's interesting because I, I mentioned I, I had my first experience mm -hmm. when I was so young, and I found that there is this huge group of children, whether you call them indigo children or whatever the case might be, but a lot of these kids that really do experience true paranormal mm -hmm. and psychic activity and they are absolutely uh, becoming outcasts for it. Um, so I, I very recently actually started an education and outreach program for, for children who are having experiences to let them know, hey, you're not crazy and you're not weird. And, yeah. and there's a big group of us who, who are out here for you. You know, that's, that's wonderful, Chris, because like yourself, if you had had the experiences and your age today that you had back those many years ago, you would be considered a... a a, an indigo child, and you would still be under the same persecution that you were back then. So how do we change society? How do we get society to say, look, just because you don't believe doesn't it doesn't mean it. That's the way it is. Yeah, it's it's a big problem. And I know a lot of people would look at it and laugh, you know, oh, and all the world's problems. That's such a minor thing. But, you know, these these kids who go through this, mm -hmm. it's really torture for them. They uh they're made to believe that they're crazy. They're made to believe they, they don't belong and that there's something truly wrong with what they're doing, let alone, you know, taking it into any kind of church or anything like that. That just makes it even worse. So, you know, what we do is we try to educate uh, through example. Mm -hmm. uh, we try to, to uh, go out there and show people what's really going on with this. And, and I, I've been really blessed, uh, especially as of late. Um, with the uh, web series that we started, uh, the Ghost Box Chronicles, because we've been able to actually take people live into these situations and these settings and let them actually hear and experience the reality of spirit communication. And it, it's really opening eyes. Is it possible, Chris, that every child is born an indigo child and it depends on the the situation in which they live and in which they grow up that the gift is either allowed to mature or is shut off at a very young age well absolutely i mean i think there's always that possibility mm -hmm. and uh you know we know for a fact that uh, the brain waves change uh you know at, at about age nine uh it goes from seeing the world as a whole 
to, uh, you know, seeing it uh, separated. And then, of course, society plays into that as well. So, um, you know, social persecution, religious persecution definitely uh, stifles a lot of these kids. It's really sad. Uh, you must. Um, are you noticing that more and more people of all ages are showing a greater interest in the paranormal than, let's say, I guess last time we talked about 10 years ago? Yeah. Um, you know, 2012 uh, was promised to us, you know, by Spirits be this, this huge uh, opening of mm-hmm. eyes. And uh, I think that that's really when I saw the turn happen uh, was right around that year. Um, people started being more open to it. it it's interesting that, that even uh, Hollywood, uh, you know, and, and movies producers started uh, kind of gearing us for a new reality at that point and uh, really started pushing that there were all these new uh, discoveries that were going on. Right. And the interest in true, true investigation of spirit uh, started to open up. Uh, right then and there. So, yeah, I definitely feel that that's the case. All right, Chris, please stand by. You and I have to take our first break. Exonation Chris Christopher Moon is our special guest, and his website is www.chrismoonpsychic.com. This is the Exon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exon at exonradiotv.com and on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. Chris Moon and I will return on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon, investigating the world of the paranormal, the science of parapsychology, and much more. a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The Exxon is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxonradiotv.com or www.exxontvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Zone, sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games no need to have an extra expensive system we have them included free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. 
Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. So Nation, uh, Chris Moon is our special guest. His website is chrismoonpsychic.com. Chris, have there been any advances in equipment or technology when it comes to investigating the paranormal? Well, since the last time we spoke, uh, which was way back when, um, you know, Frank and I had been working on a lot of different uh, new technology mm-hmm. with, with the uh, ghost foxes. And um, we, we were able to improve the, the actual sound that was coming through, the spirits were able to come through much clearer and pass on longer messages at that point. Um, and uh, we actually uh, were able to finally devise a video uh, version of that device. So it was a visual as well as audio version um, of the machine. And uh, unfortunately, Frank passed away uh, four years ago now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, of course, when, when we lost Frank, we lost a, a great inventor who was out there. So unfortunately, um, we, we uh, stalled a little bit with that. And we're looking for the next generation to come up and, and take over from there. But sure. um, the results that we're getting from these, these pieces of equipment are just absolutely incredible. Well, for those members of the Exo Nation who are hearing the word ghost box for the first time tonight, Chris, can you tell us what they are? Absolutely. Um, Essentially, what it is is the completed version of Thomas Edison's telephone to the dead, um, and it was actually completed by a man named Frank Sumption uh, from Colorado. Um, he contacted me uh, back in I think it was about 2002, 2003, um, claiming he had this device. Uh, he actually gave me one of the devices to take out of the field, uh, and my first impression of it was that it was a broken radio, that there was nothing to this machine at all. Um, but actually did take it out after a year, took it out to the field to the Sally House in Axton, Kansas, uh, used it out there, and actually got quick positive results uh, from the spirits. And uh, from that point forward, started using right. it as a paranormal communication tool, and eventually uh, started using it for uh, psychic readings. As a medium, I used it for the purpose of, of communicating with spirit and having them come through in their own voice. So tell me, how does how does communicating with spirit actually work? How do you how do you contact one spirit of many millions? I would imagine that are out there. How do you find that one specific spirit that you're looking for? Or how does that one specific spirit find you? Well, it's an interesting process. Um, from the first time I, I used the device at the Sally House, um, I was just reaching out to spirit, hoping something would come through. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, something popped into my head, and I said, technicians assist. And I had no idea what I was talking about at that point. But I realized very quickly upon starting to use the device on a consistent basis that there were these higher-level beings that were out there um, that I coined the name spirit technicians. Some people were calling them spirit guides. But um, essentially, they were working to bring through the specific energies of spirits that we were reaching out to. And um, I've actually developed relationships with them through the years, um, some being what would be considered Métis level, some being interdimensional, um, others who've lived and died uh, here on Earth uh, that actually work on that project. And they're able to go out and actually identify those energies and bring them through. Right. Um, and what's interesting about that, <laughs> they kind of came up recently. Um, I still thought that, that maybe there was something wrong with me because I had no idea where this technician thing came from. Um, but uh, someone invited me to an ITC group on social media, and uh, I was just flipping through some of the articles, and there was a very interesting um, experiment that was being done in the early 1980s uh, by a couple who were using a radio uh, to communicate with, with people on the other side. And uh, first off, I didn't realize that that was a thing at that time, um, but they made a mention at that time that uh, there was an ethereal being that came through and said that they were the great protector. They were the ones that connected both sides of the bridge. You may call me technician. And so I realized it wasn't just a a term that they had given me. It was actually something that had obviously been used for many, many years. So how does this technician, so would the uh, the technician be something like uh, 
an old-time switchboard operator? That's how I actually envision it. It's it's funny, and, and let me say it's not uh, at all how it works, but right. just the way that I envision this in my head is the I'm kind of like the switchboard operator on one side. Right. And I'm, I'm working as a medium with the client, with the person right there, communicating back and forth. And then I always picture that technician on the other side doing the same thing with the uh, cords and buttons and all sorts of different things with uh, the entity who's on the other side communicating back and forth. So it does sort of work that way. Let us say that you have someone sitting in front of you, Chris, who's come to you for your, your assistance in, as, a, as a spiritual medium or a psychic medium, and they want you to contact Aunt Minnie. You try to contact Aunt Minnie, and, and you can't. Maybe Aunt Minnie is is not where she should be. Maybe she's out of range. Is it possible that Aunt Minnie has already started the reincarnation process? Great question. Absolutely. Um, I've had several different instances mm-hmm. uh, where we've reached out um, to the other side, and we'll call out for a specific person to come through. Uh, because we really do treat it as a phone call. Right. Um, the the uh, client will say, I'm trying to reach so-and-so. And then we'll wait for the technician to come back and say they're here. The person will come through and say hello in their own voice, whatever the case might be. Um, but there has been several instances where another family member or a guide will come through and say they're no longer here. They've already transitioned. And when I first started experiencing that, I wasn't quite sure what to make of it mm-hmm. um, because my, my religious beliefs are very wide open. I consider myself an evolving spiritualist, if anything. Um, I'm just very open to the ideas that are out there. Mm -hmm. Learn something new every day. So um, I wasn't, I wasn't convinced uh, necessarily that um, there was reincarnation or or, or whatever the case might be. And I started learning a lot about it. And they started talking about the different levels and the different uh, uh, reincarnation levels and, and uh, conscious amnesia and how all those things worked. And, it really fascinated me to be the bystander learning um, as I was doing these sessions. What, had, in your opinion, is the greatest lesson you have learned being a psychic medium when it comes to the other side? Well, the one thing that I know uh, for sure is that uh, whatever comes through, mm-hmm. I, I just have to open my mouth and allow the message to come in. Um, I, <laughs> I think everybody who does this type of work has the tendency to, to use their own biases and ideas when it comes to relaying messages and using uh, machines and things like that. And uh, I learned very early on that the best thing to do is just open your mouth and whatever comes out, comes out. And you're usually assisting with a, a visual aspect of something that's going on. Um, I, I think that the greatest discovery that I've found from using the device in this work is that um, the religious stigma, uh, stigmas that, that have been placed upon us um, just seem to be so uh, trivial. Um, there's such a larger multiverse out there, and um, it's unfortunate um, that, that we're robbed uh, of this uh, as, as we're young, because mm-hmm. um, if we were able to, to start learning about things very early on, I think that... that uh, we'd be much further along as a species. I think it's about time that we took a, another look at children's imaginary friends. How do we know, in fact, that they are imaginary? Or is it the fact that the child has not been tainted by society and sociological philosophies that their roadblock hasn't been put up yet? Well, that's the truth. And I, I talk about that during my Ghost Hunter University classes and my, my uh, university college tour. Um, I actually show a slide and do a segment on mm-hmm. children's imaginary friends. And as we said, you know, the brainwaves do change over time. Right. Children do have the ability to see spirit as clearly as we look at each other and speak to each other um, because society hasn't tainted that. They're very wide open and they do see things as a whole. Um, and we've, we've done several different experiments with children when they say that they're communicating with spirit. We've actually videotaped with uh, infrared. We've actually seen uh, energies come into the room and do have full conversations with children and then leave the room and the child interacts, waves, does all the different things when they're it's actually interacting with that energy. Um, and we've also done the experiment with the magazine way back when mm-hmm. where children were claiming to have visitations 
from spirit or, or these imaginary friends. And we would lay out dozens and dozens of pictures. And it was intriguing to find that the children would point to relatives that they'd never seen or met. Um, people who had died in the house, people who were, were buried in the cemetery down the street, and they knew their names. They, they knew what to call them. And uh, there's coincidence. And then there's there's uh, the unexplained, and that definitely was the unexplained. You know, it's funny when uh, when we send our children off to school, and even as they're growing up at home, we teach them about Santa Claus. We teach them about a lady who flies on the back of a goose. We teach them about a dish that runs away with a spoon, a lady that lives in a shoe, another couple that live in a pumpkin. And and it goes on and on and on. Grade one, the charade is carried on. Grade two. And then in grade three, what do we do? Is we yank the carpet out from under their feet and say, we lied. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree with you 100% on that. It's uh, it, it's very detrimental. Just the idea of it doing is. that and saying none of that was real. And I think that that's, that's some sort of society... Um, stigma uh, that, that's being put on these kids to say that there's really nothing else out there. The only thing is what you see, what's in front of you. All right, Chris, please stand by. Explanation, Chris Moon is our special guest this hour. His website is chrismoonpsychic.com. And Chris and I will be back on the other side of this news break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, you can uh, get your complimentary copy of the X Chronicles newspaper simply by going to www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. This is the X Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And we're here Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern in the X Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our center and studios in Hamilton. Don't go away. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. 
It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Chris Moon is my guest, www.chrismoonpsychic.com. Chris, what was it like the first time that you realized that you had the ability or the gift to communicate with those on the other side and that what you were led to believe the dead were was totally different from what the dead are? Well, I think that the first time I realized that they were reaching out to me uh, was that instance when I was seven. Um, At first, I thought I was just having an experience, and I thought that it was uh, more horror movie than anything else. But I started to question very early on why they were coming to me, why they were trying to communicate with me specifically and no one else uh, in our house at that time. And then uh, many years later, when we Mm -hmm. moved into a new home, I actually had more spirits uh, come to me. So. It, it was a situation where I knew uh, I had to do something, but I didn't know what. And it wasn't until much later that I, I found out that uh, these spirits actually see uh, a certain light, a bluish light around people who have the ability to communicate because those are the ones that are to listen to them, to help them transition, to hear them. And, um, you know, when, when I first made the realization, it was at a very young age and, and it was startling uh, to realize that what I was learning at the time, what I was being led to believe was complete fallacy. And I even knew it at that point. I said, this is very different than what I've, I've been led to believe. So um, it's really been a journey from that point on to find out exactly what my role in all this was. And, you know, today uh, there's many people who consider me to be an expert, not just in spirit communication, but in crossing spirits who need help. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's been a technique that, that uh, I've developed over the years with the help of spirit, uh, the things to say, uh, guides to use, things along those lines. And, and it's just been a beautiful journey. Why do some spirits cross so easily and others need help from people like yourself? Well, from, from what I've been able to gather, mm-hmm. um, when the, the, the death process occurs, of course, uh, a lot of people now know that, that when we die, we lose a very small amount of weight. And science cannot account for, for what that weight is. It, it's not uh, air. It's not liquid. It just disappears. And we believe that that's actual spiritual mass that has, uh, you know, our spiritual energy that has mass and mm-hmm. weight to it. And uh, when we leave the body, apparently one of two things happens. First off, we have the people that, you know, leave the body and they move towards the light, the gate, as everyone talks about. They move through. They know who they are. They know where they are. They reconnect with their friends and family, and they can come and go uh, between the many worlds as they please. That's what we call an intelligent spirit. But the other type of spirit that we deal with is, is uh, what Hollywood would call the earthbound spirit. And essentially what that is is the spirit leaving the body, moving towards the light, but then making the decision uh, not to move through the light, that they actually lock themselves off from our world and the next world into a purgatory state. And really, it's, it's a self-imposed punishment, a self-imposed timeout. Uh, there's no time, there's no companionship, and all they do is go over the regrets that they had uh, from their previous life. And those are most of the spirits that we, we deal with. But the interesting thing is, is when you speak to an intelligent spirit uh, and, and you have these conversations, uh, they explain to you that uh, these earthbound spirits are fearing a fire and brimstone on the other side, if they cross through that light, that they're going to go to that, you know, eternal hell that's out there. And the interesting thing is, is that there is no 
fire and brimstone. Everybody ends up in the same place eventually. It's just a series of lessons. So it's just the amount of time that you put yourself into that, that purgatory state, self-imposed. Um, so many times when we're dealing with these spirits, it just takes, you know, our voice to come in and speak to them, a, a guide to come in and help them. Uh, even a family member who's still living, maybe speak over the top of the box to them and, and explain to them what's happening and watch them transition. But when they do transition, it's incredible. I mean, to, to hear the reconnections with their, their family and spirit on the other side, there's laughing and crying and, and thanking and it's a beautiful thing. It's just, it's amazing. When you were talking a few minutes ago about the spiritual mass, could that be equated to what we would call the soul? Absolutely. Uh, one in the same. One, one in, the, in same. the same. How many times have we, or do we come back, Chris? Is this a never ending cycle where we where we uh, return, we're born, we live, we die, we go back, and then we do the entire process again? Well, um, I'd love to claim that I'm, I'm a complete expert in how it all works at the end. Um, I, I can't say that I am. But, uh, again, from what I understand uh, from speaking to multiple spirits about this, um, of course, you know, the, the old saying, energy can either need to be created or destroyed. It can only change form. Right. We being energy, we have to go somewhere. But um, there had to be a creation point. There had to be a bang of some sort that, mm -hmm. that where this all happened. And apparently um, there was what they call the well, W-E-L-L, -L, the well, um, where spirit was born, where all of us were eventually created and, and brought forth. And... Um, we call them soul circles, but, but essentially there's, there's a group that you're sent with and you live out all of your lifetimes, both in the living world, as well as on the other side with this soul circle. Hmm. And you really play different roles within each other's lives. And you come back attempting to learn lessons, attempting to grow or attempting to reach a new level every single time. And there's agreements and pacts made before you ever, um, come back to to earth and essentially as you come back to earth you're given that that uh, amnesia <laughs> that you've chosen and uh, your job at that point is to help each other through the passing through the cycle um, and what I find intriguing about that not to get off subject but one thing that I do find interesting is, is that a lot of people are fascinated by the experience of the deja vu and what I've been told is that when you experience those deja vus that is uh, your sign to let you know that you've accomplished a goal, that you've accomplished something and you're moving on to the next goal. So uh, there's a plan. There, there's absolutely a plan out there to say that we understand it completely. I, mm -hmm. I, I wish I could. So the world, uh, the entire world is a stage and all the people are actors. That's exactly what I say every yeah. single time. I say, William Shakespeare, you had it right. Um. What is or who is the oldest spirit that you have ever communicated with? Great question. Um, I've actually communicated with uh, beings known as elementals before. Um, and trying to understand how long they've been here is, mm -hmm. is, is very interesting because they claim to be older than time itself, older than the earth itself, that these, these beings just are. Um, and there's a lot of different theories on, on what they might be, but um, communicating with these entities, it, it's incredible because it's unlike any type of intelligent spirit that you deal with. Um, the way that they have the ability to pass thought through to a medium or through the ghost box to a medium uh, is amazing. And they also have the ability to uh, apparently at will uh, manifest uh, different things, uh, whether it be objects, fire, illusion, whatever the case might be. And I've actually dealt with these uh, entities on a consistent basis. Now, um, as far as a soul, like, we'll, we'll say a quote-unquote human soul um, that I've dealt with, I actually had a woman uh, that uh, took me back, or I, I should say we both went back together uh, to what apparently was Atlantis. And she did a sort of past life regression through the device where she gave very descriptive language um, on everything she experienced and saw. And I thought that that was just fascinating. 
A lot of people today believe that there are more and more negative entities or what others call demons that are interacting with humans. What is your take on that, Chris? Um, I, I think that there's the same amount that there always has been. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the climate and temperature of the world that we live in right now um, is maybe giving these things more power, more credence. So um, I just always encourage people to really try to stay in the light, work, work in the light the best of their abilities. But I will say that through my experiences, again, since uh, 2012, mm -hmm. I definitely have been dealing with uh, more negative entities than I had before. Um, but the way that we deal with negative entities is a little bit different than uh, the way that some people might. Uh, we, we, instead of doing the, uh, you know, the power of Christ compels you speech, as I like to put it, and that's not offense to anyone. Um, but we really like to, uh, treat these entities with love because they don't understand love. And when we, we say, we love you, but you have to go, mm -hmm. we send you back into the light or whatever the case might be. They don't know how to respond to that. And, and they'll usually detach almost immediately because of it. So we're trying a little bit of a new age approach to it. And it seems to be working so far. Chris, uh, we've got to take our final break. Please stand by. Exonation. Chris Moon is our special guest. His website is www.chrismoonpsychic.com. That's www.chrismoonpsychic.com. And Chris, where can your new book be found? Uh, you can find it anywhere. If you go to my website, uh, there are several different links uh, to Amazon and Barnes and & Noble okay, and a lot of the other places that you can pick it up. All right, Chris. By the way, again, congratulations on the book and all the wonderful work that you've done over the years. Hats off to you, pal. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Exxon Nation, Chris Moon and I will be back on the other side of this final break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And for all the listings on the Exxon Radio channel, xzbn.net, and for the listing of all the programming we have for you on the Exxon TV channel, 724-365, visit www.simultv.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, Psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, 
by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Moon is my guest this hour. Exonation. His website is chrismoonpsychic.com. And first of all, Chris, I want to thank you ever so much for coming back onto the show. It's a great pleasure having you with us. And uh, congratulations on all the great things you're doing. Thank you so much. It's, it's uh, again, it's just been a journey uh, <laughs> between uh, do it, writing the book with my mother. Uh, I think that that's just been uh, an incredible experience to be able to uh, really share some of the more interesting stories that we've dealt with over the years. Um, you know, and, and now, uh, as many people now know, I, I actually uh, live in Texas with uh, my psychic medium girlfriend, Dee Garcia, and I think uh, that's the only way a relationship could work for another medium is to, to be with a medium because they uh, they kind of understand the things you go through. So I guess so, uh, yeah. we've explained <laughs> exactly. We've expanded into a lot of different things. We have our own uh, podcast called Box Talk with Mooney and Dee. Of course, we have uh, Ghostbox Chronicles, and mm-hmm. uh, we do Ghostbox Chronicles live on the Viddy Space Network uh, as well. And uh, Dee and I have actually just started doing our own line of uh, magically charged spirit jewelry, which has wow. just been uh, a whole new journey for me. It's, it's just been amazing. So you really have to love where the universe takes you. Um, as long as you're willing to uh, to go along for the ride, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. You're a little entrepreneur, you. <laughs> listen, I guess you could say that. Listen, I, I know from talking to you in the past that you were you you, you know you're you're into music. Do you think that being a musician has given you the ability to further your psychic connection? Since musicians deal with vibrations and musicians know how to to manipulate vibrations. Excellent question. And yes, absolutely. Um, I think that. Um, there's two things that I'll take from music uh, mm-hmm. for what I do now. Uh, and, and one is, is exactly what you were saying. Uh, I, I was self-taught in everything that I did. So I, I really had to be able to tune into the music and feel it, feel the vibration, yeah. experience it, and then reproduce it. And uh, now I know that that was training for where I am in life. Um, if I hadn't have done that, there's, there's no way I would have developed the ear uh, for what I do. Um, secondarily, though, in, in a stranger way, um, I was forced into being uh, a frontman in, in uh, one of my bands very early on, and I didn't want to do it. I'd never sang before. Um, I only played guitar, so doing both together was very strange for me. And uh, when I first started doing it, I, I'd stare down at the ground and never make contact with the crowd and, and things along those lines until someone gave me the advice one day and said, you know, if you want to do this right, you have to connect with your audience. You have to speak to them. And you have to bring them into your experience. And uh, once I was able to, to do that and, and uh, things along those lines, I realized that it's trained me uh, today to be able to do college lecturing, to teach classes, to do radio shows, TV shows, things along those sure. lines. And if I hadn't have had that experience uh, forced upon me at the time, I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm, I'm doing right now. Now, we were talking about Spirit Box before, and have you ever communicated with anyone famous using the Spirit Box or the Ghost Box? I'm sorry. Many times. Uh, many, many times. Um, the list is probably too long to list. Yeah, um, give but, me the but, top uh, four or five. 
I can, I can tell you that uh, in, in the box or in the book, I talk about uh, communicating through the ghost box while standing on the grassy knoll, uh, speaking to uh, JFK. Whoa, what was that and like? A, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I said, whoa, what was that like? <laughs> uh, completely surreal uh, and incredible. Um, we were having a full session with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife came through as well as his brother. And we're given very, very specific details to everything that had transpired taking place um, to the point that we actually had uh, three gentlemen who, who came from across the street in the building and were uh, donning Bermuda shorts, white uh, button-down shirt, and long black dress socks with their sandals. So uh, we were escorted out of town uh, with them following us uh, out to Galveston. Really? Why? Um, too much information coming through. Um, we, we tried to take uh, one of the ghost boxes into uh, the actual uh, library yes. uh, that was there, and they, they refused. They would not let us bring it in. And uh, the second that it came in, they didn't ask what it was. They just did not want it in there. And, you know, there's many different theories through the years. Uh, my work has been followed closely by many different organizations that are out there. And, uh uh, several of them have tried to shut things down uh, on several different uh, uh, times. Mm. So uh, this wasn't a surprise to us, but uh, having them actually standing there in front of us, trying to bully us uh, away from the grassy knoll was, was definitely an experience. Who were they? Uh, some sort of government agency. Um, we'll, we'll never really know. I, I doubt that uh, the three letters mm. that represent them have ever been uh, spoken outside of a secret circle. So what, 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 if you, if you can, without spoiling what's in your book, what were some of the revelations that JFK told you about that fateful day in, in, uh, in Dallas? Well, I think that the most interesting thing that came out of it was, is that he did acknowledge that the additional shooter, uh, and that the shots that were fired did not come from uh, the location that they said they were, which yeah. now, uh, recently we've, we've seen that it's been backed up. Um, and we were also given the name of that uh, shooter as well. And we took that information. Uh, we were advised not to ever reveal it, obviously. Um, but we put it in a uh, safety deposit box, and mm-hmm. there it sits. Why would people be afraid of the ghost box? First of all, what is the, what's the description of the box? How big is it? Well, the original device was huge. Uh, it was uh, the size of the 1980s um, computer tower and through the years uh, Frank was able to make it smaller mm-hmm. and uh, now most of the devices run on gel cell batteries so you can carry these things with you they weigh about five pounds and you can use them anywhere so why would people be upset if you're entering the book depository where Lee Harvey Oswald was alleged to have to shot President Kennedy and those with those three shots that could never be duplicated by anyone uh, if there was nothing to hide exactly exactly and that's that's been something we've run into uh time and time again is anytime that we go into challenge a belief system right uh there's usually somebody there to try to 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 stomp us out that's crazy what happens when you bring the ghost box into a cemetery uh one of two things. Um, I, I've gone into cemeteries where there's absolutely no activity whatsoever. Uh-huh. And some people may say, well, why? That's impossible. All those bodies and all those people and all the different things. Many times, uh, those spirits have long left before their bodies were ever buried. Hmm. And uh, it's a very quiet, um, you know, almost peaceful place. Right. And then there's been other times where I've gone into cemeteries and been just bombarded uh, by spirits that are looking for their families. They're looking to communicate and tell their story. And uh, it's like walking into to any room. You're just never sure what you're going to run into. You know, we talked about uh, we talked about uh, the negativity, the demons. How do you and your and your girlfriend and those that you go with? How do you protect yourselves from? from demonic attack or negative attack? Well, we do the best that we can. Um, we ground ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, you know, through our own belief system and things that we've been taught. And then, of course, whenever we leave a location, we always clear. 
Um, but th- that's not foolproof. Um, you know, in uh, episode five and six of the show, uh, we went into a location in Ida Grove, Iowa, called the Stagecoach Inn, uh, very unsuspecting. Uh, it was uh, Sioux, uh, native Sioux land. And uh, when we went in there, um, almost everyone on our team was scratched or burned in front of a live camera. Oh, my gosh. And uh, just found out, and it really wasn't a, a demonic entity for, for uh, you know, that, those purposes. It was just right. an angry spirit that was there that that uh, wanted us to leave. It didn't want us there. Chris, I've got about uh, two and a half minutes left, but uh, what I'd like to ask you is how do you turn your gift off? Like, it must be... Like if you're walking through an airport, if you're going through a train station or a mall, and and if you don't shut your gift off, you must be totally inundated with spirits. Yeah, there has never been a moment where I've been able to necessarily shut it down. Um, Mute it to a certain degree, yes. Um, And that's just taken practice through the years. It's almost a meditative uh, exercise when you go into a location to... Um, have a sort of tunnel vision, but that doesn't uh, completely uh, protect you from from what's going on in that location. Um, Still to this very day, um, I have to sleep with the television set on at night because if I don't have that sound uh, going, I will start to hear the whispers, which eventually get louder and become voice. And then uh, it's like having people stand over the top of you and try to get your attention. So. Um, it, it's always fascinated me talking to other psychics and mediums who tell me, "Oh, just shut it off." I've never, I've never had that ability. Chris, the time has come when you and I must say so long for tonight. I do want to thank you ever so much for joining us tonight. Congratulations on your book and all the other wonderful work that you're doing. Continued success, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet back here in the Exxon. Absolutely, thank you, Rob. You take care, my friend. And Exonation, if you'd like to uh, visit Chris's website, it's www.chrismoonpsychic.com. That's www.chrismoonpsychic.com. And uh, Chris's books can either be bought on his website or just go to Amazon.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, you can get your copy of the X-Chronicles newspaper simply by going to www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, X-Zone Radio TV. For more information on the X-Zone Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.xzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, always remember X-Zone Nation, 
keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. <laughs> 